Attention Nerdy Nights, join Flo, Anders, and me, Colleen, at the well-rounded table for Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. From that Star Wars galaxy far, far away to Outlander Scottish Highlands, we consume it all. Listen along with us each week as we explore the stories that mean so much to us. Bohemian Geek Studies is available wherever you get your podcasts and is proudly part of the Forgotten Entertainment family. Hello there because that is what obi-wan should have said in this episode i'm colleen i'm daniel and i'm flo we're nerds who love science fiction and fantasy stories so of course we love star wars and if there's one thing the internet definitely doesn't have enough of it's nerds talking about star wars so each episode we journey to a galaxy far far away to discuss what's new in the star wars canon and beyond this is yet another star wars podcast this week we're heading to another beautiful <laughs> desert resort though because really is there anything else in star wars besides we're heading jungle? To the hills of california we yes. really are i was like did they film yes. this in my backyard yes <laughs> the mining yeah. planet mapuzo i mean it, it might as well be tattooing just with a few more people on it to discuss Some the third shrubs. episode yes <laughs> of the new disney plus series obi-wan kenobi titled very very like entertainingly part three Hold on to your seats, kids. It's called so The episode was written by Joby Harold and Hannah Friedman, and with an assist by Hossein Amini and Stuart Beatty, and directed by Deborah Chow. Still love her. Be warned, mm-hmm. there will be spoilers for this episode and all things Star Wars. I will be talking about one of the novels a little bit, so I'm very sorry about that. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read it, are you two ready to find Quinlan Voss? Because I sure am. I mean, my boyfriend's back and looking better than ever. So absolutely. You did get to see him like a shadowy form in the distance. It was Mm -hmm. also good. Yeah, that was all mysterious. But yeah, I'm ready. Let's follow this path. Okay, everybody. Let's punch it for that episode recap. We open on Mustafar, you know, Sauron's, I mean, Vader's Vader's castle Mm -hmm. in the background. This is actually kind of an interesting point. Anything having to do with the Sith kind of has... Um, two points because there are two rule of two so Vader's castle has the little two-pronged thing also why the Sith holocron is a pyramid because the Sith are a pyramid scheme in which Palpatine is at the top trying to sell his bullshit all the way down the pyramid Reva mentions something about the Grand Inquisitor in this scene but Vader cuts her off before we can find out what actually happened to him so we don't know yet Vader instructs Reva to go find Kenobi promising her the position of Grand Inquisitor if she succeeds and certain death if she does not. No yeah, big. Just great job security right there. It's casual. It's a yeah. great work environment, guys. Totally. It's so fun. We match 401ks. That's, uh, that's actually what my supervisor told me the other day. She <laughs> said, uh, don't hand in these spreadsheets and you're going to die. So fun it's times. Um, no, so Kenobi and Leia, their transport lands on the planet of Mapuzo, the hills of California, as we said, and then they proceed to rendezvous. At, well, they go to the rendezvous location that Haja gave them. Mm-hmm. They don't find anyone there. And so instead, Obi-Wan gets a little impatient and they accept a ride on an Imperial transport with a guy named, was it? I thought it was Frank, Frank? when I first heard it, but it's Frank. Yeah. Frank. Yeah, I saw Frank and I said, I don't think that's right. Yeah. I wrote that so, in here because I was like, we have to joke about this because it's <laughs> a dude in Star Wars named Frank. <laughs> like, oh it would have been so great. Okay, but also so, like, 
can we just quickly talk about this rendezvous where they literally waited like nine milliseconds yeah right because obi-wan is so impatient oh my god it was unbelievable they're just like oh no one's here okay let's go it's like no one is coming you didn't even have a time there was no time on this how would they even know exactly and we relax obi-wan i'll go find Uh, someone then just like and she does and like have frank or something unbelievable So Frank, funny enough, Zach Braff <laughs> was voicing him. So Zach Braff seems nice enough, but instead we find out there's a nice big old Imperial insignia on his vehicle. He starts questioning them and Leia's better at it than Obi-Wan, uh, but he lets slip her real name in front of the stormtroopers. Uh, she calls herself Luma. He calls her Leia. Stormtroopers get very angry But he recovers nicely by improvising and saying that he was thinking of her mother and that was her mother's name. And when he looks at her face, he sees her mother's face and it, it really sold it. And, uh, you know, those stormtroopers were blushing underneath their helmets like, oh man, sorry to get all personal there. Yeah. (laughs) They were all tearing up. Oh yeah. Oh, and then it leads to that really sad conversation where Leia asks Obi-Wan, if he knew her mother and if he's her real father and oh he says he wishes he was because obi-wan and padme should have been the ones who got together it made more sense don't but listen let to me... daniel one bit don't you nobody can ever trust daniel again. we're done look i'm sorry if i'm padme and Ewan. it's Ewan's right there yeah Ewan's right there just if it's Attack of the Clones, you and just tell him to get a haircut, and we're fine. Just all right. Okay, I will move but on it's from Attack there. of the Clones. How are you not fucking hated? Oh I mean, my god, he's a baby. <laughs> I'm just partial to beards, so yeah, well, I'm partial yeah. to disco kids. He is cute. <laughs> yeah, he's out here. My Chemical Romance, Anakin. Oh I'm yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes. They make a lot more sense in the Clone Wars um, animated show. Where they can yeah. be a little domestic. It's very cute. The parts I've seen, I'm super into it. Yes. They really they cute. do make much more sense there. But mm-hmm. if we're talking strictly movies, I will move on because I have a lot of feelings there. <laughs> uh, For more on this, listen to our yeah. pods about uh, Attack of the Clouds and Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> so many Because we emotions. definitely got into it. Oh, uh, we got oh, into it. Oh my gosh. It. Uh, so Obi-Wan does talk to Leia and he talks about being taken from his family at a young age and he has memories of his mother's shawl. He remembers his father and he thinks he has a baby brother and wishes he could remember them better. And man, that was sad. That was really sad. That was really sad. Because I'm saying that they get taken. Like, yeah. Well, and it just makes us think back to Anakin and his mom with Shmi and how he, he was taken old but he was still just a babe. He was nine or whatever. And it's just like, can you imagine? Like, I mean, I've got a four-year-old. I can't imagine somebody just like yanking her from me. Just like, oh, your yeah. kid's more sensitive. Bye. And just even crazy. if you like agree to it, still, that's horrifying. Yeah, it's horrific. To lighten the mood, did anybody else feel like Freck's truck was like one of those Trumpster trucks with like the big, like, <laughs> yes, it was like, where was this guy sticking out of it? On January 6th, we need to know. Yes, <laughs> Freck is definitely an insurrectionist. Yeah, Zach, he Braff, thinks you he's need a to libertarian. For your crimes. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was Seth Rogen at first. So the did voice. I. 
for real the voice I was like is that Seth Rogen I'm like oh Zach Braff okay oh my gosh that's so funny I thought the exact same thing that I is hilarious we're so in t- we're so in tune we are one one with the force all right so then Riva tracks them to Mapuzo and alerts the Imperial garrison the transport driver arrives at an Imperial checkpoint. Fuck Freck, for real. Yeah. He's just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, you might want to check these out. Completely betrays Kenobi Rude. and Leia to the guards. Mm-hmm. Kenobi defeats them, pulls out the blaster. Really did great with the blaster, too. Yeah. And looks mm-hmm. great doing it. Close just, range. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> just as a group of reinforcements arrive, their female Imperial officer, Tala, shoots all the stormtroopers which was amazing then reveals that she's a member of an underground network helping jedi you know go into hiding escape Mm -hmm. she takes them to a droid repair shop which is actually a safe house obi-wan spots none other than quinlan Voss's name on the wall where he carved Mm -hmm. a saying and there's a ton of jedi of carvings on the walls in the safe house Mm -hmm. including the jedi insignia which I was going to get on an Alex and Ani bracelet, but then chose the Rebel insignia. Mm-hmm. But maybe I'll go back and get the Jedi one too now. Ooh, very cute. I know. So I like both. Yeah. <laughs> All the insignia <laughs> in Star Wars are so well done. It really, right? they really are. They're iconic. They look you just know what they are right away. Yes. Oh man, this was just chills up my spine. Like there are people helping Jedi and younglings, which is super, super good to hear. However, yeah. before they can leave for the spaceport, the Inquisitors appear on Mapuzo with none other than Darth Vader himself. Oh man, this scene was rough. It was so rough. <laughs> I was, screamed. Yeah. Rough, terrifying. And this is Hayden Christensen. So I was like, oh, Flo is, yep. she's like horny and afraid right now. <laughs> I, yeah, that's exactly what it was though. I was just like, I was very turned on, but also yes. very like, yeah. let's not <laughs> let's stop like let's stop just, my guy breathe my dude <laughs> but he just he has that and it's not just the suit he has a really great presence oh yeah i was very yeah. happy to know that he's in that suit scary as shit yes super mm-hmm. super scary he like brutally kills people trying to lure obi-wan out of hiding basically yeah using the old doctrine mm-hmm. of the jedi are going to help people no matter what but obi-wan is with leia and he can't betray yeah, her he I mean, that's that's her her daddy out there and he would yeah. do real bad things no no i'm the only one who calls him daddy <laughs> <laughs> oh man God, okay this. so <laughs> he's out here like literally snapping children's necks and i'm like yes. oh harder daddy <laughs> i can fix him yeah it's fine oh my god this is such an i can fix him moment <laughs> Yeah, if I Padme saw this happening, she'd say the same thing. Let's be fair. She was. She'd, she'd like, also be like absolutely horrified. Hopefully, yeah. yes. You would hope Although she, she didn't bat an eyelash at him killing all the younglings in the temple. So and the Tuscan Raiders, like, there's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot yeah. going on. Oh man, I swear. But Obi Wan is like, no, I can't go out there. He's obviously going to kill me in my condition. He sends Leia and Tala ahead while he delays their pursuers. Tala and Leia do start to flee, but Leia's like, nah, girl, like you have to go back and help him save Obi-Wan because he's a disaster right now, <laughs> which is fair. Like yeah. Tala has mm. obviously been in the fight longer and she's an Imperial officer. Like she knows her way around. She knows how to do shit. Right. Yeah. I also love uh. her too. She, I, Indira Varma is fantastic. She was from Game of right. Thrones and mm-hmm. Luther. 
and I just love her. Love. She love was her. really great in this. Mm-hmm. Very she warm. Just really like her as an actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's really really great. Yeah. So Obi Wan leaves town, and he's hoping to draw away Vader, but Vader just gets right out in front of Obi Wan, igniting that red lightsaber, and it was horrifying. Obi Wan asks him, "Oh, I was afraid for sure." And especially afraid when Obi-Wan asks what has become of him and Vader answers, I am what you made me. Yeah, like, that oh. was that was tough, but fair. Tough, yeah. but fair yeah. criticism. Yeah, about Obi-Wan and the Jedi in yeah. general. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, like Obi-Wan, you left him in the worst position. You, Vader was right. You should have finished him off when you had the yeah, chance because... Yeah. That was cruel to leave him like yeah. that. Uh-huh. It really was. It really was. <laughs> oh. And then so they have a brief lightsaber duel, I guess you could say. It was more Obi-Wan desperately trying to defend himself while yeah. Anakin batted him around like a plaything. Yeah. And then Obi-Wan tries not to die. <laughs> yeah, it he's basically having a panic attack as he gets uh attacked left and right. And then Vader finally so at first I thought he was just being dramatic, spilling those things across the ground, Same. but then catches Kenobi in a force choke, lights those charcoal briquettes or whatever the hell they were. On he's here with a Duraflame. Yeah, yeah, he's got a Duraflame log, lights it mm-hmm. on fire, and just shoves Kenobi into the burning ground, proclaiming that his pain has only just begun horrifying and then he just throws him off to uh you know start the torture anew yeah thank goodness tala returns and then shoots the ground she (laughs) reignites the ore she's able to save obi-wan i was very nervous and then of course we get our dude the amazing droid who just said be saving the fucking day so here for ned b um reva who found the secret chamber with the Jedi insignia, which, who, how did she do that? She was, like, She's moving really furniture out of the way. I was like, girl, don't touch my shit. What? <laughs> so anyway, she pushes everything out of the way, finds the tunnel, catches up to Leia, who runs from Reva after seeing the dead pilot who was supposed to help her mm-hmm. and Obi-Wan escape, but we're assuming Reva has her. Like, I don't, there wasn't much escaping from this. No. Yeah. Yeah, he was gonna catch her for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know how she got ahead of Leia, but I assume maybe there were other other tunnels. The tunnel, yeah. Yeah, that was confusing. Unless, like, did Leia like turn? Well, because even if she turned back, like, she would have. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. If there was only one way, I feel like Reva would have run into Tala as well. Yeah, it. it, I think it stands to reason there was probably multiple tunnels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. lots i'm sure it's like we had freck the mole rats so they're moles and they've got tunnels all over the damn place there you go except freck they're the moles god freaking freck freck. get frecked for sure yeah <sighs> you know they named him that so they do like freaking freck <laughs> <laughs> well it's not like disney's gonna make us sure that says get frecked <laughs> I, I mean i can but they won't they should they, they should, should. Yeah, it would sell a lot all right, so now that we're done with our synopsis, we're going to move into our overall reactions. Wow, for me, this was another very tense episode. That ride in the transport, holy crap. I was like, yes. Oh, we want, stop, 
just stop, stop what you're doing. You're, you're out of practice. You're terrible at this. It, but like we said before, if they'd stayed put, like maybe longer, Tala would have yeah. shown up. What because the fuck? she said she was running late. Like you can't sit yeah. down for a quick 10 minutes and see if somebody shows up. Like fucking eat some goldfish and like have some water. What are you doing? <laughs> like you just hiked, okay. calm down. Also like he's with a 10 year old. 10 year olds don't just like hike all day. Like they got to sit. Mm -hmm. I, I don't understand. It was very confusing. It was just really weird. Like Leia's like, fine. If you're going to be a bitch about it, I'll go yeah. find us a ride out of here. So she hails Freck the Mole Man. And she was wrong to do that because you shouldn't trust everyone. But also, I think if Obi-Wan had been a little bit better with their story, they might yeah. have gotten away with it. But there was just too much. And Freck is obviously smart enough to be like, hmm, you say mm -hmm. that you're this guy and you're a farmer. Why are you out here in the middle of fucking nowhere? You know who Freck would totally be friends with? Uh-oh. That like diner owner, what's his name? Dax. Dex. 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 I, Dex and like Dex is cooler than best. that. They would have had a falling out, I think, once the Emperor's in control. Because Freck's all like, isn't it great to have order so in the galaxy again? And Dex would be like, No, my friend. But I feel like originally they were like in a biker gang together. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they like hung out at the diner. <laughs> Just like scratched their asses like Dex does. <laughs> and you know, very good yes. friends with Obi. So so funny. I love, love it. it. I'm here for it. The I did love Tala. I think she's a great addition. I love seeing yeah. seeing an Imperial officer who's a woman and a woman of color. Love seeing female stormtroopers as well. There, of course, yeah. were there were people. a couple. Yeah, there were a couple. And there are people on the internet, of course, who are like, ew. Why are there female stormtroopers? It's like oh, because yeah. they're in the novels, and the novels are canon that they're in. So settle the fuck down. Yeah, get get lost in cells. Get fucked. Right. Get like, wrecked. There are usually women outnumber men, so I'm sure there are plenty of female stormtroopers. Yeah. Not that that's a good thing all the time, but hey, at least they're being represented out there. I did get sad when Tala was like, "Leia's going to be a good soldier someday," and Obi Wan yeah. was like yeah she is and she's going to have to be which is basically what she does for her entire life she's yeah. always fighting some kind of battle and i just feel so bad for her about that but also if she wasn't there the fucking galaxy would fall apart yep so yeah. she she does her role really well and i love that they just get to show these parts where leia still is kind of young and sweet and innocent and feisty like you're going to have your dad torture you in nine years. So might as well run from Freck the Mole Rat while you can. <laughs> right. I did love Obi-Wan meeting Vader already, although I was a little surprised. I thought that might be at the very end. And we might be getting yeah. another of those at the very end too. Ewan's performance here is just fantastic. Yeah. And seeing yeah. Vader just being terrified is a lot like Ahsoka's reaction to realizing that Vader is Anakin in mm -hmm. Rebels they're both just like feeling this wave of cold or shock and his reaction when they were like running away at first when he's like oh fuck and he nearly freaking falls over and faints I'm like oh shit it's Vader like Vader is here oh my gosh chills 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 I can't wait for next the next episode to see what happens and then of course before we move on to Daniel Anders is on vacation and he he texted and was like 
<laughs> on vacation and he texted and he's like you know we really have to bring up Leah's age at some point I'm like Anders stay on vacation yeah go to the beach bro. <laughs> yeah down. exactly go drink some sangria so Leah right now is 10 she's 16 in the Princess of Alderaan novel and then she's 19 in A New Hope so it's like a lot is happening to our girl in her lifetime she hits yeah. 10 and all of a sudden lots of shit starts going down to be fair she only the same gets so much time that is yeah. true that is true yeah i think padme started training when she was around leia's age when she was queen at what 14 14 the youngest mm-hmm. queen of naboo mm-hmm. no not the youngest i was i wasn't the youngest right she says that i but, think she's yeah. yeah she's fairly young though i mean 14 queen. to be queen yeah is pretty young pretty damn yeah pretty oh, young. no that's normal that's totally normal mm-hmm. yeah fully developed frontal cortex and everything yeah totally rational yeah it's fine doesn't matter that they're child geniuses playing at politics when they're like, <laughs> yeah everything's fine <laughs> junior senate it's chill i know it's so oh wild. my god leo will be going to junior senate <laughs> i know i want to oh, see that right yeah i'm just imagining it, like leia she like, has a crush she has a crush in the princess of alderaan book oh okay mm-hmm. Girl. Mm-hmm. it's very cute is it her brother <laughs> it is oh, not god. thank the good lord oh, it is good. not her brother nor good. her cousin <laughs> oh thank <excellent>. god <laughs> okay daniel oh my gosh what did you think <laughs> so i i really enjoyed obi-wan's journey processing you know learning that anakin survived mm-hmm. just uh being haunted by the vision of anakin when they first land and then just the horror on his face as he's witnessing Vader's brutality going through the town. Mm-hmm. And then I love that the first time we see him actually ignite the lightsaber, it's not some heroic moment where he's pulling out in this defiant uh, stance. He just pulls it in fear and just whipping around trying to, it's almost like a light in the dark thing for him at that moment. Well, it is literally a light in the dark. Yeah, literally. Uh, just like the force. Yeah. It's like turning on a light. Exactly. Um, he just was not processing things well at all he was losing it and i love seeing that like he was just horrified seeing anakin um one thing that you really have to give credit to disney uh for is they are committed to making vader a terrifying force of evil um it it reminded me a little bit of like michael myers uh Mm -hmm. from the halloween movies just this giant hulking terrifying silent beast walking around and just murdering things in his path it was scary because like he snapped a kid's neck yeah for no and, reason yeah. other and than these just people have cruel. no idea who he is like they don't know who they he have is. no idea they have no idea why he's there what he's doing it's he was horrifying um i thought leia was great in this episode as always she's mm-hmm. been really good uh, her conversation with Obi-Wan in the back of Frack's truck made me so sad. The, are you my real father? And his response, oh, it just, yeah, that they, they're doing really well with the emotional connection between those two. Mm-hmm. And it makes it retroactively is making things like even sweeter that like, oh, she called out to him because she knew that he could help her. Like, I just, I'm enjoying that. And I'm yeah. glad you brought up Indira Varma because uh, she's a great actress. She's mm-hmm. shown up in a few things that I love. And uh, yeah, so I it was great seeing her in this. I'm glad that she's most likely going to be in, in next week's episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, just maybe don't 
leave Leia alone, though. I know that Obi-Wan needed help, but can we not leave her alone? Because that didn't end up well, but ugh. Speaking, though, of how it ended up, Reva and the rest of the Inquisitors, I am really enjoying that. I love that they're having this petty inner office struggle about who's going to get the nicest chair in the office. It is so fitting with this group of snakes and like ladder climbers and schemers Mm -hmm. that they're just all nitpicky going back and forth at each other. It's, I really can't wait to see a bunch of them get wrecked. Oh yeah. I just, it's going to be so good. It's, it's going to be so satisfying because anytime an inquisitor uh, bites the dust, it's great. Yeah. Well, I don't have like that much more to add besides the fact that, so you know how sometimes I'm like, oh my God, this made me scream. Literally, I screamed out loud, like probably loud enough for my neighbors to hear at like four different points this episode. Um, It was insane, insane shit. So we kick it off with just Vader, which just to me in itself is like the greatest ever. He's like getting all of his armor put on. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the voice was so impressive. Yeah. Yes, we're going to talk about that. I could hear Hayden in it. And I was just like, this is everything I've ever wanted in my life. Then we get adorable Leia, who I just finished my school year. And so I'm just like, oh, my God, I miss my students. <laughs> but also, I'm excited for summer. And she was just, like, so, so cute, so perfect. Obi-Wan fixes Lola. I mean, it was everything. I was just so here for that. Mm -hmm. And it like, it almost felt a little bit Obi-Wan beginning the training of Luke with the like, um, like simulator thingy of Lubies, like like, shooting things in Mm -hmm. New Hope, where it's just like small mechanism, I mean, Luke yeah. is not as small as Leia is right now, but just like in a ship, like preparing yeah. to train. I don't know. It was just so, so cool. Cute. Yeah. So cute. But then like my number one moment is Obi-Wan pretending the story, right? With Leia. But we all know that he's talking about Padme. Yeah. And when he said, we all miss her very much, I lost my mind like a part of me just like died and I was just like I miss her so much Leia doesn't Mm -hmm. miss her because she's never known her but misses this piece of her identity Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan couldn't save her her. no the galaxy is just absolutely wrecked without Padme she probably could have been chancellor someday oh yeah like she was that good she was that good for sure and I just think it's horrifying and you could see in Leia's face when Obi-Wan tells her that he is not in fact her father just the disappointment that goes over the sweet little babe's face yeah it was just like she just wants to know who it is yes like she loves Bale of course she loves Bale of course yeah but you have to wonder yeah especially when you're so young and you have your fucking cousin telling you you're not a real Organa. Right. Like, well, then who am I? And I don't know that she's like that attached to Obi-Wan, but she just wants to know who, who am I? Where do I come from? Why am I like this? Cause I'm sure Mm -hmm. she's like feeling 
something different. Like, I don't know if she's like feeling the force like stirring within her, but I'm sure she feels other. Like we see how she feels othered from her cousin for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But she just wants to understand like, why am I me? And how do I fit into this big world and this big universe? So it was just so lovely. And then of course, like I was scared shitless at Vader and Obi-Wan. The -hmm. issue with this show is there's no stakes, right? Like, yeah, because you know mm-hmm. everyone survives. And you know who survives for the most part. And so mm-hmm. it was like, this is not the end for either of them. And so obviously, like, something's going to happen to save Obi-Wan. Right. Um, which, of course, like, this is just how it is. That's how prequels yeah. work. But mm-hmm. um, it was still beautiful, just really well done when yeah. I was not expecting any lightsabers to ignite in this one no me either and when they ignited i was just like mind is blown i can't it was so pretty it was so dark i loved the like overall just glow from the lightsabers um it was just beautiful i just loved it so much good job jebra show just like killing it Mm -hmm. just killing it even though sure vader could have stopped obi-wan from getting away but, you know, we're just going to have to let that go. <laughs> Sometimes, like, you just have to. Because, like, to be honest, Vader should have just killed Obi-Wan here. Yeah. Right? Like, he wanted we to toy that with them. happen. Yeah. So, from a storytelling standpoint, it couldn't happen. From a right. realistic standpoint, yeah, he should have fucking crushed him. Like, yeah. crushed him like a fucking soda can. Just, like, yeah. and so, you know, but he couldn't. No, I, I just have a lot of questions, but I'll save those. Yeah. I mean, he's like a kid who's mad at his parent. So of course he wants to like tell them why he's mad. <laughs> oh yeah. That's what he wants is to like have a monologue. So one thing, figure. <laughs> one thing that I did learn today is in one of the Vader comics, he meditates and relives the moment of the, I have the high ground and what he wishes he had done. Yeah. And it involved taking obi-wan and shoving him into the fire and so like vader has been thinking about this punishment for obi-wan for a while mm-hmm. and he's just not ready for it to be done quickly no. like no. there is yeah. a lot of hatred built up and he's he's like a cat playing with a a mouse that it's caught like it's like no no no, no. i may have caught you but we're not done like right we're gonna do this until i feel like i'm done it was expect Tala or Ned Bede walking. Right. Yeah. It was just really cool because obviously, I mean, the very obvious parallel with the original battle on Mustafar, but the way that it played out was so different exactly in what you're talking about, Daniel, that like that was not what Obi-Wan wanted at all. That was the last thing he wanted was to fight his Padawan and right. like end up getting absolutely this charred bit of Anakin left on the ground. But on the flip side in this battle, Anakin was fully committing a crime of passion. Like this is exactly what he wanted. And he had premeditated it like down Mm -hmm. to the iota, except for Mm -hmm. people sweeping in. Mm -hmm. And like, he was going to drag it out for as long as it took for Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan to feel the pain that Anakin had felt, not just physically, but also emotionally, this like Mm -hmm. immense betrayal. Because of course, Anakin also thought that Obi-Wan was sleeping with Padme. I'm pretty sure, right? He was jealous at the end there. I mean, yeah. 
that's what I felt at the end of Revenge of the Sith. I was like, you know, Anakin was out here being like, why is it always Obi-Wan? And like, why is she with Obi-Wan? It's like, he clearly thought they were fucking. He felt very betrayed. Mm-hmm. And here he's like, here, bitch, feel the fucking pain that I felt. Mm-hmm. And it was chef's kiss beautiful. Loved it. So good. So, so good. Anyways. To everybody out there who thinks it's like going slow and isn't, shouldn't be like something that exists. I'm like, fuck you. It goes Sorry. So it's so beautiful. Who out here thinks that it's going slow? There are lots of internet trolls that just are like, oh, I don't like this. This isn't Obi-Wan. It's like, it's not. It's what do you ben. mean? This is Ben. Like, he's not going to be Obi-Wan from the prequels because that's not who he is right now. Yeah, did you really think any- this was going to be General Ben Kenobi from like the Clone Wars swinging in and doing his general things? Like, no. no. Yeah, a lot has happened. Mm-hmm. Also, like, they can't go that fast because right. we there's an end point. Like, it can only go so far. Exactly. Yeah, we so, are halfway through the show. <laughs> I know, I can't believe it. I never it's really weird. Oh really weird we're halfway through, through and we've already seen Vader and Obi-Wan meet. How is it going? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I know. I, I So I, much um, to say. And yeah. a lot of things about it breaking canon, which there was also a nice thread on Twitter about how it does not break canon because dialogue in A New Hope is fairly vague when it oh, comes absolutely. to Obi-Wan and Vader's relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And Obi-Wan's existence. Like, yeah. if you go through the actual dialogue, they don't specifically say certain things. Like, they make it vague enough where this works sure just like there you go lucas set it up where it could be talked about later thank you thank you right (laughs) all right next we're going to head into our homages easter eggs connections and callbacks not as many as last time because this is only one episode but we still have a fair few i'm going to start out with another argument on the internet should obi-wan know who darth vader is like not as anakin but as the emperor's second in command like, should Obi-Wan be aware that the Emperor has this dark right hand? And because mm. he obviously doesn't. And I don't think anybody on Tatooine, like, really, they knew who the Inquisitors were, kind of. But also they're like, fuck you, without a rim. The Empire has no control here. Yeah, Tatooine remote as fuck. Yeah, the one woman sassed yeah. back. I mean. If they knew who the Inquisitors were. They would have been more like, afraid. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that Vader was really that public. Like he might have had all that command within the Imperial structure, but right. he's not getting on the hollow net or whatever. No. He's not giving speeches or anything. No. Vader's not a public figure. Definitely so Obi-Wan not. in his remote life, I wouldn't be that surprised that he doesn't know too much about outside life. Like mm-hmm. he he wouldn't be getting reports of this no. dark shadowy figure who's not like handing out business cards saying hi I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> right. Darth Vader. Yeah, like <laughs> no. If anyone if anyone sees it. him show up, they're likely dying, or yeah. they're in part of an imperial structure that's not going to be talking to Obi Wan. Yeah. So like, right? It's fine that he doesn't know. No. Well, it's kind of established in Charles Sewell's Vader comics that when Anakin first becomes Vader. The Imperial Navy, like, don't give a shit about who he is, like the higher ups. They're kind of like, who the fuck is this guy? And he has to basically prove himself that he's the second in command to Vader very brutally 
he kills a bunch yeah. of imperial navy like generals and admirals basically and also they don't know what sith are for the most part yeah there might be because they've been gone from the galaxy for like a thousand years exactly so nobody knows that the emperor is a sith nobody knows that vader is a sith except for uh tarkin tarkin knows about maybe not sith per se but he knows that vader was once a jedi right so he would be like the only one him and thrawn that would have any idea who vader is what he stands for who he is to the emperor so yeah i totally buy it that obi-wan has no clue especially that he would be anakin totally oh yeah next up (laughs) <laughs> that's not how the force works <laughs> this was so cute i love this Great line. so han solo says this to finn in the force awakens and ben tells leia something similar here when she asks him to fix a problem with the force and he's like no <laughs> i i love that she's like can't you make this thing go faster yeah. like what a perfectly child thing like, are we so there good. yet yeah, ex- yeah are we there yet exactly so cute yeah no sorry kiddo like that's not how it works and also like it's not even like ben could have done anything here because he's tapped out so yeah yeah oh my gosh i did think he was gonna jedi mind trick those stormtroopers did anybody else think that i thought he might try but he's so out of practice and you can't do it to multiple people i don't think at the same time yeah there were four troopers i was not expecting him to get through that many yeah that was nuts. Maybe for yeah, that would have but... been a tough sell. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, we did have a uh, a shout out that I liked. So in Fallen Order, the video game, uh, Trilla, the second sister, says, "I am what Seer made me," which is uh, a line that mirrors Vader's line to Obi Wan in this episode: "I am what you made me." So uh, Trilla was a inquisitor. She was the second sister who was she was given away by her master uh and tortured and turned into inquisitor so i her and reva have interesting parallels so i'm excited to see uh how that goes it's nice that they um you know had that little reference in there that that references another inquisitor outside of uh the main line Mm -hmm. totally all right so let's talk about my favorite part leia (laughs) asking about her parents (laughs) Um, and obviously, Obi-Wan, Ben, is referring to Padme, which was heart-wrenching. But also heart-wrenching is that yeah. Leia doesn't know that her literal dad is right around the corner. Just, you know, casually mm-hmm. about to snap people's necks. Well, didn't we, one of you guys said last week, will Leia see Vader? Pretty sure she did. It was me. <laughs> I did too. Yeah. I am just like really waiting I, I think there's going to be more. I think they're really, I'm, I was really hoping to save this, but I can't even hold it back right now. <laughs> I think they're, they're really digging into this like emotional connection of Leia's parentage. Mm-hmm. And they like, it has to come to something in terms of like her seeing Vader more or like somebody has to, there has to be something. I don't know how they're going to do it yet, but I'm going to cry. Whatever happens, I'm going to cry. So. Oh man! <laughs> well, I was just gonna like find out like her dad's name was Anakin. I don't know. Something's gonna happen. 
Oh man. Well, in a lighter note, because that made me sad. <laughs> we did get a Willem a Wilhelm scream. Mm-hmm. Not Willem, excuse me. Uh, Willem. So oh. that, yeah. I don't know where that came from. So yeah, you know, that fun signature sound that we always associate with Star Wars. Uh mm-hmm. we get it when the guard falls off the tower and then gets sliced in half. Brutal. It was some wild yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, that man. was crazy. And then once again, as we just said, a character is sliced, <laughs> cut to pieces, literally, uh, very similarly to Snoke in Last Jedi, which is what we really wanted to add here. But um, yeah, it was, they, that was a tough they one. They just love <laughs> brutalizing people's like bodies and limbs. Oh my God. I was not prepared for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, I was not either, especially because like, I don't know. I feel like after watching some Clone Wars and also just like thinking about Finn, like these are people who yeah. like might have families or like people who care about them, like mm-hmm. friends. And he's just like straight up. It, it was like they took one of those like cheese cutters to him. Yeah, this rough. is some asshole off the streets of Corellia who's just like, <laughs> eh, I'm not getting a really good job. Go- like, I'm at Space McDonald's. I'm going to try and like make yeah, something of my enlist. life in the Imperial. Yeah. 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 And then Obi-Wan just shot him and got him, you know, mandolin. Yeah, exactly. Oh. It was like a slap chop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And you know what, Obi-Wan? He also, not only are you getting people cut in half, you're disappointing us, but you're not saying your signature line uh getting the aren't you gonna say hello which seemed like a very direct wink to the fans who meme us included obviously the Mm -hmm. signature hello there like oh come on give us give us at least one before the end of the series (laughs) i think they will yeah i think it just shows that he's not obi-wan yet like he's not back not back to like feeling like his life is okay (laughs) quite yet so maybe by the end we'll get a hello there (laughs) I really hope so. I really want to hear him say it. <laughs> okay, next, we talked about this a little bit, a fun cameo, continuing the recent Star Wars tradition of putting hilarious actors in minor roles. Freck Frank, the transport driver, was played by Scrub mm-hmm. star Zach Braff. Freck's eagerness of some order shows how well the Empire's publicity has been with common people, starting with Revenge of the Sith line, a safe and secure society. I don't know, Frank, you just got shot at and knocked out by a Jedi. It doesn't seem very safe. Yeah. Freck is also some type of mole rat alien that we have not seen before. I did not like his nose. Oh, I kind of loved it. I mean, he uh, looks the really weird cool. wiggles to it. I, I love how like realistic it looked. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was a, it was CGI plus practical effects probably, but it looked really good. It was great. Yeah, it really did. And his character was very believable. Like, I really hated him. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, at first you like him because he, like, you can tell he's, got, he's got the Imperial flag, but you're kind of like, is this self-preservation? Like, mm-hmm. it could have been a lot of things. Yeah. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought he was kind of cute. Like, I thought it was like a cute little, like, animal woodsy creature situation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then, no, I fucking hate him. So. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Vader hammering away at Ben. Um, So Ben Mm. is seemingly losing the fight. He's on his knees, which is, let's not lie, where we like him. I know, I'm here for it. And the word, this is really great. Anders Anders wrote this. 
Vader is just pounding him, pounding away at his saber. Uh, and it is almost an exact replication of Luke doing the same thing to Vader on Death Star 2 in Return of the Jedi. Oh, you know, I'm so happy I or give me fan fiction of Vader pounding Ben while he's on his knees. <laughs> We're all here for it. That's what we want to see. Oh, my cheeks are starting to turn red. Oh man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna not say what I was thinking. Um, right along. So while it does sound like James Earl Jones, uh we've got some interesting mixing going on here. They've got Hayden Kish- Christensen's voice, but then they also have this AI voice technology where they can take um audio recordings from james earl jones and layer that over it so you've got this mix of like anakin from the uh, prequels and then vader from the original trilogy and so it sounds you know almost exactly like vader from the 70s and 80s we've just got that little bit of hayden in there too so i think that's cool how they've you know intertwined them together like that mm-hmm. it really it, it, less it got me going like oh, I yeah. just I needed him to just like say some dirty ass shit in that voice <laughs> for 91 year old James Earl Jones it's like yeah you guys do what you want <laughs> just, yeah. I'm tired I don't want to go to a voice booth right now oh my god which is fair it was just great um let's talk about our boy Ned B Ned, Ned B uh he is a loader droid who cannot speak binary or basic Although it's very clear that he does have feelings and emotions and like, yeah. it's clearly yes. smart. And I loved how Leia was just like reacting to him and just like, what if he's got something to say? It was so sweet and lovely. Ugh, bless I her. feel like Ned B was even more willing to do anything like for them after Leia was super nice to him. Yeah. Because oh, like, he had that hammer. He was like, I'm going to do anything to protect this little girl. Yeah. Because Ned, B Ned was going to cut a bitch. Is the fucking man. He Ned like B slow walked fuck. out of there. I was like, get it. Get after it, Ned. I, I thought he Ned was going to hammer that guy in the first place. Just like mm-hmm. absolutely destroy him. But he held back. Good on you, Ned B. Just mm-hmm. like wait until you see the white of their eyes, bitch. Let's go. And then he just carries Obi Wan out of there. Oh my God. Yes. So good. Who's so necessary? I think it's so sad that some of the droids aren't allowed to speak. Yeah. Like, they're like, do your job. <laughs> and was that's it. No breaks for you, Ned B. Like, oh. Yeah. Shout out very, to very uh, Sarah, our friend Sarah, the defender of droids. Yeah. We uh, we also would like to defend all the droids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially Ned. He deserves a Especially. raise also, although I doubt he's paid. <laughs> yeah all right weird. last one one i'm most excited about i cannot stop talking about it quinlan Voss. i am so here for this <laughs> i love it so much he's a jedi basically the exact opposite of obi-wan in disposition <laughs> in yep. the clone wars animated series he and obi-wan go on some missions together and it is hilarious because quinlan just annoys the crap out of obi-wan the entire time He's like this very laid back kind of surfer guy with dreadlocks and it's just seems like a fun guy. Like this is the epitome of the Jedi you can go have a beer with. Like him and Qui-Gon would have been super fun. Yeah. To go and hang out with together. He also is really cool because he has a force specialty, which is a little bit more rare in the later Jedi. And it is psychometry, which allows him to touch objects and learn their history using the force. 
And then I, I had a feeling he might be showing up in the show just because of the Charles Sue comic where the Empire is looking for Quinlan Boss after Order 66. So we knew at least at that point he had escaped and he was always off on secret missions. So it made sense that he wouldn't have clone troopers with him. So then he could more easily mm-hmm. escape. So lucky also, for Quinlan. Just a quick shout out to Jedi Fallen Order. The mm. main character, Cal Kestis, and that also has psychometry. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We're done with our callbacks and Easter eggs. We're going to go through any questions we have coming out of this episode, what we think will happen next, what we want to happen next. I have to shout out Quinlan again. I cannot help it. I really, <laughs> really was happy to know that he's still alive at this point. We get proof of it here because we don't know past 10 years if he's still alive. I really hope he is because he's very fascinating. It would be hilarious if he showed up on this because Obi-Wan would definitely have a link to the past, would remember who he was through Quinlan being like, oh yeah, you know, I'm just surfing through space, rescuing younglings. Now it's great. I'm still a Jedi, basically. (laughs) And they could also talk about their very stormy relationships that they had while they were Jedi. Like, oh my. So they could talk about little romance going on there Quinlan Boss actually was involved with Ventress in the novel Dark Disciple they boned a lot a lot this is a very very sexy Star Wars book I was not prepared I was like oh damn like I guess you guys just gonna throw down adding that to my to be read list yes Uh, very, very yeah good. no they are throwing down a lot <laughs> for sure mm-hmm. and they're just both two fit force user people they're hot hot and just want to have sex i pay to watch oh yeah this yeah. is why i want disney to give us davi Diggs as quinlan boss i would sign up for that in that a second i'm here for it Ooh. give him screen time with you and mcgregor and it'll be magical i'm here for it Daniel, how about you? What are you thinking? Um, I just am excited to see where this goes from here because like this was a great midway point for the series. Like, I just I'm I feel like they've really set things up well. Um, mm-hmm. I really want to see Obi Wan face off against Reva or some of the other Inquisitors. I I feel like they're setting up Obi Wan's gonna have to get his groove back somehow, and it would just be so competent or it would just be so great to see our boy like get his groove back against a competent inquisitor like yeah. reva mm-hmm. i mean it just oh that would feel good um just show him how a jedi master does things like come on um i just i love seeing inquisitors get wrecked be it you know uh in the clone or not in the clone wars be it in rebels or mm-hmm. uh in fallen order or wherever in the comics whenever they get wrecked it's very fun um I I really want to see more about Reva. Like, I, I know we're going to get more about her. But uh, like I mentioned before, she's given me some vibes similar to Trilla from Fallen Order. And it's really traumatizing how these Inquisitors become what they are. They're tortured and they're put through this brutal training with Vader. And I, I'm wondering why she is so angry. Because, like, the look on her face when she sees that Jedi symbol... She looked mm-hmm. like she was longing for a second and then anger. And so, because I like to put my tinfoil hat on, <laughs> I'm wondering, did she maybe get caught in the temple 
And if she's so angry at Obi-Wan, she's mentioned archives. I wonder if she got caught in the temple and found out later that Obi-Wan was there and was like, he didn't rescue any of us. Or maybe she saw him and was captured or something in the meantime. Who knows? But I just I'm I think Reva is a fascinating character and I'm excited to see more of her interactions with the Inquisitors. So Heck yeah. Yeah, it's just it's fun. Like I'm just enjoying it's myself. Very fun. She should be more pissed at Yoda. Come on, Reva. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> we all should Yoda, be. Yoda, what were you doing? <laughs> I think we're meditating. All at Yoda. I, I love Yoda, but you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe super old people shouldn't be leading these uh what really i mean like if you're eight nine hundred and some years old maybe you shouldn't maybe you're not you know so when the I'm most on top you, of your you shouldn't be a senator that's what i'm yeah. hearing mm-hmm. from you daniel i'm hearing yoda retire bitch yes yes that's we'll what throw I'm you thinking. a nice party Got yeah, it. we'll throw you a nice party and um I don't know, let's just maybe be a little more active, guys. Yeah, let's do it. All yeah. right. Uh well, as you were saying that, here's what I really want to see. So we kicked off the series with an Order 66 sequence. I think we need another Order 66 sequence of what happened right after that because we are assuming that Reva was one of those young ones that escaped. That yeah. seems to be like the common theory. So I want to see what happened next and why she's maybe so angry. And so while you were saying that, like, yes, what if we get that flashback sequence of her seeing Obi-Wan doing oh. nothing? Nothing. Like, I would be so here for that. Oh my Ooh. God, I'm so here for that. I just like, I love all flashback sequences, obviously. But here's the other thing that I really still want to see. Obviously, I still want to see some more Leia Obi-Wan talking about history. I definitely yeah, want mm-hmm. a lot more Padme talk. Give me all of the Padme talk. I yeah. want Leia to feel a connection to politics, not just through Bail Organa, but because it's in her blood through her mother. So I want a lot more talks about how incredible Padme was just at statesmanship. Um, I definitely want that. Mm-hmm. But here's something that we've also kind of forgotten in this episode because they didn't really talk about it. Give me Qui-Gon Jinn. I oh, he's coming see at some this. Last yeah. episode, we're going to get he's him. last? <laughs> I'll bet. I think, I think it's going to come before the last one. Liam Neeson. Maybe episode five, because they do like I'm do gonna penultimate say, episode stuff. I'm going to say probably episode five, but outside chance that episode four, maybe while he's in the back to tank. Because you know he's going to have to be in the back to tank recovering from those burns. Fair. Maybe that's when, uh, like, right at the end of the episode, we might hear Qui-Gon's voice. And then, like, episode five is is him communicating. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, I am thinking we are going to get Quinlan Voss. I'm thinking that Quinlan and Obi-Wan are going to have to pair up to track Leia down. Great. Which would be great. But I also think that we are going to need the additional help of Qui-Gon Jinn to track Leia down. So I think the rest of the series will be a lot of tracking Leia. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I would lose my mind if 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 he did that with Quinlan. It would be amazing. Yeah. I'm so I think that would be great. But I, I mean, like, how else would they bring him in, really? Right. Well, like, then Quinlan could drop the Satine connection, too. He could be like, oh... You had a girlfriend once, and Obi-Wan would be like, shut up, you asshole. That's the other thing, too, is, like, we still need to get Satine in there. We still need to bring her up. 
big part of, you know, I don't know as much about Satine because I'm not even going to pretend that I watched mm. all the Clone Wars. I did not, but I do know who she is and I do know a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely need to bring that in just to tie in just Obi-Wan's humanity, right? Which is kind of mm-hmm. what the show is about. Obi-Wan's fall from grace. He has failed his Padawan pretty, pretty badly. It's, it's mm-hmm. been a tough go. He is trying to reconnect with his master just to kind of tap back into like all the goodness that being a Jedi was that he's kind of lost mm-hmm. along the way. So we need all of that. We need Satine. I, I just, I need everything. I need it all. This show needs to bring everything <laughs> to me. And I am just loving it so far. Yeah, I think same. it's probably my favorite Star Wars show that we've gotten so far. I'm really loving it. So I would have to agree. I have to see how it ends. Of yeah. course. But I'm definitely, definitely loving it. I mean, as the Princess of Prequels, this is really hitting all my yes. boxes. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to defeat Rebels for me. Nothing can, but no. it'll come close. Yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. live action, though, I really am enjoying this one. It's been really amazing. And of course, if you'd like to hear more about Rebels, please join us over at Bohemian Geek Studies. We covered all of Rebels. You mm-hmm. can get all of our in-depth takes on Rebels there, including a lot about Vader <laughs> and Inquisitors. A lot of spinning yes. lightsabers. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh man, those spinning <laughs> lightsabers. Before well, we before we do our outro, I do have to point out Jason Zambricki, one of our very good friends, pointed out to me today that Leia's pseudonym Luma is an anagram for Maul. <laughs> <laughs> do you Jason. really think that she was like that clever though? No. I don't think she even knew. <laughs> no. Or like yeah. Obi-Wan, I think he said, my name is blah, blah, blah. Your name is Luma. This is our cover story. I mean, let's be fair. Maul is probably on Obi-Wan's mind an awful lot also. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Especially during Not enough time. because he still hit that Zabrik in the head and cut his hand. Yeah. <laughs> One of the best oh line readings gosh. in Star Wars of all time. Oh, of all time. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, on that note, thank you for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at YASWpod. Follow us wherever you're getting your podcast and hit that subscribe button, please. Check out our previous episodes on the main Star Wars films and Star Wars Visions. You can check out all the offerings in the Forgotten Entertainment family at ForgottenEntertainment.com. You can also find Colleen and Flo on the Bohemian Geek Studies podcast and Colleen's Star Wars book reviews on bohemiangeekstudies.com. And join us next time when we will take a look at the next episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Can we guess title name? I'm thinking maybe... uh, Episode four. Episode four. Hmm, I think it's a good one. I think it's inspired. It tells us a lot about the plot. Yeah, I think that sounds like a very adventurous name. That's totally I, it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Four>. <laughs> oh man. And uh until then, don't try and fight, don't try to fight Vader because you're gonna lose, you're gonna get scared. You're not even gonna be able to say the sentence like I did because I saw <laughs> Vader and got scared. And uh just keep being nice to droids, guys. All right. Bye. Always helps in the end. Bye. Bye. <laughs>